it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast um hello um hello this is your host g wow and i'm cookie together we are cookie and g wow and we recap every episode of jersey shore from the beginning episode by episode and this is season two episode nine yeah, this is um, like a kind of a more, I feel like, fun episode. There's a lot of goofiness. So um, this one, I think, will be fun. Yeah, I hesitate to call it a filler episode. Let me tell you about Jersey Shore fillers. Yeah, They're really fun to watch. I agree. They're just a little harder to recap. Because, like, the cast is super fun and goofy and they're silly to watch. It's great. It's a great watch. But recapping it is a little, it's like, and then Snooki did that thing. It was so funny. Anyways, like, it's like, well, it's hard to talk about. I agree, but that's part of, I think, why we love it. And so while the drama, we do have to, like, dissect and analyze. Um, I feel like this is going to be a little more lighthearted, which that's that's okay. It's it's, it's not going to be too hard. We're going to be okay. No, I'm joking. It, it's, it's fun. We start off right where we left off in the last episode with Vinny getting ghosted by the girl that really never wanted to go out with him in the first place. Yeah, this is all very dramatic. I feel like it was um, like set up where everyone had a date that night, which I think made it a little more dramatic. And Mm -hmm. it was Jose's birthday. And so like Ron, Angelina and Sam, they had this like double date Mm -hmm. um, because apparently Sam and Angelina are besties. And I feel like all this coupling just more emphasizes this, like, sadness of, oh, Vinny's date didn't show. <laughs> and Jose, after the date, tells Vinny that Angelina actually didn't want Jose to hook up with other girls. She wanted to be exclusive, basically, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, okay, so that changes the narrative, which just kind of gives them more ammo, I feel like, to give Angelina a hard time. Well, I mean, it is kind of a weird thing because Angelina's going around hooking up having a good time and when she's confronted on it she's like I barely know this kid I'm not committed to him I could do whatever I want but then he's saying that behind the scenes she's saying he wants her to be his him to be hers and he can't be with other girls so it's a little bit it's a little bit hypocritical and weird that she's she's telling different stories I mean even like uh, you know, I'm jump, maybe jumping ahead a little bit, but even she he sleeps over and she does not have sex with him. But then when asked about it, she says that she does. So she's con- she's conflicting her story to everybody, including that guy and the roommates, obviously. I know. And she ends up in these weird situations where she just kind of lies for no reason to yeah. everybody. And she finds herself in this weird web of lies for no reason. Yeah, it's really Why? strange, and I think that Sam makes it super clear that she's really only friends with Angelina because she feels like she doesn't really have anybody else in the house, and, you know, knock on all the wood, but things are kind of okay with Sam and Ron right now, and so I think now she is like, yeah, I, I need, like, a girlfriend, and, and she makes it super clear that she's like, I would pick someone else, but here's Angelina, and I'm going to make the most of it. In Sam's defense... She had weird energy with everybody in the house, but at least Angelina felt like old beef, I guess. I think if anything, she thinks she didn't write the note. <laughs> but she so she's did. like, well, well, she's a part of it. But in, I think in Sam's head, she's like, well, you weren't involved, so you're the safest bet. I don't know. Maybe that's a reach. Something that I found interesting was after the date was over, the double date, 
Yeah. Sam and Ron were walking right behind Jose and Angelina and kind of gossiping right behind her back, like literally right behind her back. Um, oh, yeah. She was oh, yeah. having earshot, which I always find interesting in reality shows when they do that. Like, does Angelina hear and doesn't want confrontation or they were right behind her? Um, but they're just kind of talking trash about her. And it kind of lets me know exactly what you're saying. It validates what you're saying that Sam sees her as the best bet, but not really a friend. She very much does not like value that relationship. Yeah, I, I it's like making the best of it, I guess. Yeah. What do you think about Ronnie leaving money for Vinny for the flowers for his date that didn't show up and then trying to give them to Sam like it was his idea and some romantic gesture? I feel like he wasn't actually trying to get away with anything. I think he was just trying to be funny. Okay. I mean, she didn't actually get mad. I, I feel like at first she was kind of like, no, Ron, this doesn't count. You didn't go pick them out yourself. And if you're going to get me flowers, I mean, I think a guy should be able to pick them out himself. <laughs> that was a great impression. Your impression is getting you. better by the episode. <laughs> I love that. This is when Angelina and Jose go off to bed, but yes. she refuses to hook up with him. And based on the way she speaks about him, I really get the impression she's not attracted to him. I don't think she's as into him as he is into her, but I think she's leading him on really hard. I mean, he is there on his birthday and she like does kind of allude like, oh, you're going to get birthday sex. But then she's like, no, I'm too tired. Good night. And they're sleeping in the smush room. Why sleep in the smush room if you're not going to smush? Well, that's why it's believable that they did, you know? Oh, you think they did? And she's saying they didn't? No, I think that oh. if I were a roommate, I would believe oh. that she did because, like, why else would you sleep in this mushroom? Because she lies the next day and it's like, yeah, and we it's, fucked. It's really interesting because she says in confessional that she lies to the roommates because she doesn't want them giving her a hard time about not giving him sex or something. But then they give her a hard time about sleeping with two men back to back. So either way, she's getting a hard time. Yeah, I don't think that she was going to win in that situation. So, But why would they, like give her a rough time about not hooking up with him because it was his birthday i don't know what what is it was his birthday and she they would say that she was leading him on and was like a tease or something Mm. well Um, i guess angelina just can't win either way so it doesn't matter what she says so also the next day some people go to work the girl that paulie went on a date with visited him and speaking of visitors we get quite a few this episode Mm -hmm. We get Angelina's friend who I cannot for the life of me remember the name of. Excuse me? I didn't write it down. What is it? It's Gina. Oh, my God. I did not register that. Oh, my God. Oh my that's God. so funny. I can't remember the name. Um, That's because you call me G-Wow. I'll, I'll... Exactly. Yeah. They, don't say it that, but they said it like once or twice, I think. Yeah, no. I, it's easy for me to remember, obviously, because, that's I mean, funny. listen, there are a lot of Italian Ginas, but there's not... Um, I don't, like, meet a lot of Ginas on the regular, <laughs> so I, I definitely say, remembered. This is sort of, like, going way too far in advance, so I'll just say that, like, Gina is cool on the show. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> She's cool. She doesn't have the same vibe as Angelina. She's pretty chill. I think she is a good friend through everything that happens. Obviously, we'll we'll cover, but I think she she's a good friend to her and she's kind of up she's upbeat. Like even when you see her kind of hanging around with everybody, she seems like she meshes pretty well. So yeah, she's a she's a cool chick. Jaywall's boyfriend is also visiting and you've mentioned that we actually see a lot of Tom throughout the like OG Jersey Shore seasons. And is this the first time he actually is visiting and is on camera though? 
he was on season one. Um, I don't remember for some reason what happened at all. Uh, I feel like they probably fought though, right? Because season one, Tom and Jenny were at it the whole time fighting. Like you never really saw them not. I don't fighting. remember seeing him. I feel like it might have just been over the phone. He was there. Yeah, he was there. On season okay, one. I believe you. But I it was brief. So, okay, so spoiler, a little bit of a spoiler. I they do actually have a decent visit for the most part they do have a decent visit but it gets um started off with just like a little bit of a rocky note the moment he gets there like i think within like five minutes yeah down in her room and he's snooping just a little bit like not heavily just like a little bit he knew what he was looking for like it was purposeful you think he knew specifically what he was looking for yeah because he actually says like i asked her not to take this number so i think he sat down and said let me see if she asks his number. Like, I don't think he was like, oh, let me just look through. I think he went with the intention. Well, so, yeah. So he's snooping and he finds like her little phone book or whatever. And there's a number in it that he recognizes and immediately knows he asked her not to take it down. I wonder what the situation is. Is this like an ex she's still friends with? Or is this, I wonder why. Maybe a rebound. It's definitely mm-hmm. somebody that she has some sort of romantic or sexual link with that he is threatened by or maybe mm-hmm. doesn't want like, okay, so have you ever been in a situation where you, either you or the person you're dating, like you kind of know in the back of your head if the situation between your you and your partner goes down, you're going to go running to that person, even if it's just to hook up or have a rebound. Like I have had exes who are like, I know if we break up, you're going to go fuck so-and-so, which obviously (laughs) is a toxic thing to say. But I, and I do, I have had those people where I'm like, okay, if if we go South, I'm definitely calling this person. Mm. No, that totally makes sense. I think that kind of is the vibe of what happened. It seems like, and I think it's within 10 minutes of him arriving and he (laughs) says he's going to leave and he starts to storm out. This Mm -hmm. is something I've noticed with Tom um, Mm -hmm. from season one and now in season two, he doesn't like to really deal with stuff and maybe it has to do with the cameras or the production of it all. But I recall him in season one, like hanging up on her when she's in the middle of defending herself. And then the same thing in season two, he's there in, in the room, they get in a fight. He's trying to leave. And she has to chase him down and bring him back to the house. There's different kinds of Italian people, I think. And that's, you know, the stereotypes we're working with here. But as an Italian, I can say this. As an Italian New Yorker, who's a New Yorker from Italian now. That's from All-Stars, whatever. I don't know if you know that quite. Anyway, I'll cut that out. Um, I feel like there's the certain people, like Italians can be really emotional. And so there are, regardless of gender, people who are the yeller, the talker. And that's why, that's what you see in Sam and Ron. That's Mm -hmm. why they're always going at it. Like, Ron doesn't get conflict and then just flee the scene. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think, like, that's absolutely how Tom reacts to things. My ex, actually, who's Italian, was kind of like that, where if there was an issue, then he just peaced. Because it was Mm -hmm. just, like, a fuck that mentality. Because I think either you are an emotional Italian or you're a bottle all of your emotion Italian. And that's where Tom is on that spectrum. Like, I don't think he probably was told that he was allowed to have emotion. So when he gets pissed, he just leaves. And right. it, maybe the cameras play into that because if he's going to get emotional, it's probably not going to be on camera. But I think he'd bolt in an argument with Wow either way. Yeah, that's what I think too, because he did it on the phone. Yeah, I don't, you're, sure, I, you're I, right. I'm irritated when... To me, it's a big problem if we're having a phone argument. If I say something out of pocket, if I go too far, 
then then hang up fine and then maybe yeah. i'll realize i need to apologize but if we're having a discussion and we're working it out and we're figuring it out but it's just too much for you and you hang up i find that to be incredibly disrespectful and it makes me like i don't know I, that's why i don't like phone arguing or if you're like text mm-hmm. arguing and they just stop replying and kind of ghost you for the night that whole thing bothers me. I think it all comes mm-hmm. back to me, like how I deal with conflict in relationships personally. Yeah. I am a sit and have it out kind of person, no matter how uncomfortable it is. Are you a runner or are you a have it out kind of person? Oh, no, I'm a talker. I'm definitely emotional. And to be fair, I think we're very much giving Tom a hard time for fleeing, whereas like Jay yeah. Wow did do the one thing he asked her not to do. True. But I don't think anyone's going to have the situation be resolved by running away. I'm definitely a talk it out, work it out. And because I don't like to sit in that emotion, I need it to happen as soon mm-hmm. as possible. Exactly. Same. <laughs> yep. Um, but I will say Jay Wow did handle it expertly. Not mm-hmm. only did she get him back in the house, but within a very short amount of time, they were cuddling, being cutesy together. So she really just shifted his mood expertly. And she's a genius for that. She, she did, worked she that charm. I wonder if she she's a Libra. <laughs> I don't know. Should we Google it? Yeah, what's Let's her see. sign? What is Jay Wow's sign? Let's see if Siri knows what I mean by that. I think we did this for Snooki in season one. Did we? I found okay. Oh, she was born in February. She's a Pisces. Now that makes sense for other reasons, but I still think that she's got something in her chart that makes her because Pisces, Pisces to me shows that she is emotional mm-hmm. and um has a, but like has a lot of love, but also can be reactionary. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to do a bonus episode one of these seasons digging into the charts. Okay, well, we really should take a break now. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Can't get enough of Um Hello? Never. <laughs> well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at Um Hello Pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Um, hello. Hello, we're back. We are back. Okay. Well... They are now they're getting ready to go out. So it's t-shirt time and the cabs here. We're seeing a lot of cabs this season. And I wonder if it's because in season one, they walked most of the time. I think that's exactly it. You can walk to Karma and everywhere on the boardwalk in Miami. And this is before Uber and stuff. So cabs were more of a thing. You know what? I feel like the Uber era is going to end too. Cabs are going to come back. I'm feeling it. Cabs are going to make a big comeback in the 20s. I've heard they're cheaper than Ubers in Vegas. So they go out. So they go out to Dream, one of the clubs. And Snooki is kind of on the hunt for a man. Um, but Angelina ends up trying for Snooki's, Snooki's sloppy seconds. Yeah, it's a guy. I, I don't think they really like knew each other well. It was just a guy that she hooked up with earlier this season, right? Right. But Snooki sees and calls her, quote, pathetic. Do you think Angelina's pathetic? No, my question is more like, aren't there a lot of people in Miami? Like, mm. how do you end up with somebody that like Snooki just was making out with? So yeah. it's like, was he back around? Is this for drama? Is Angelina being a try hard? You know what I mean? 
I think there's something to be said about her. I think Angelina wants to get attention from the girls. Like, I feel like That's she wants- That's not a good way to do it. I know, but it's like hooking up with Vinny immediately after Snooki did. And then now mm. hooking up with one of Snooki's like hookups. Yeah, it fair. It's like she's trying to get Snooki's attention. It's hard to ignore. That's for sure. Snooki does kind of say like, what the fuck ever? Because she's just like on to the next fuck it. But I love because she looks around the club. She doesn't see anybody she likes. And she calls the club full of grenade grundle chodes. (laughs) Mike, on the other hand, is having the opposite experience. He says the club is full of beautiful women and he finds somebody who he has. Who is beautiful. She is. I would say she is the most so far stunning hookup of the whole show so far she's she is really objectively pretty in so many ways because she is pretty but she's also cute but she's also hot and she's also like kind of funny and i actually we see we end up seeing a lot of her and i actually Mm -hmm. really like her i feel bad that she's with mike but good for her but in the way she's introduced is so funny they have this immediate connection where they barely spoken any words but they both know what they want immediately so they Mm -hmm. try to sneak off to the bathroom to hook up and they get busted it's kind of hot i'm not gonna lie it is the whole thing like if i was her i'd be way into it um if i was him i'd be way into it yeah that's that's true that's so funny that i thought from her perspective and you thought from his perspective well, I think so it funny. goes down like after it goes down so quick that it's like they meet, there's attraction, she's DTF, they can't do it. And then all of a sudden she's like kind of gone and Mike's like heartbroken because I mean, I would be too like you just reeled in uh, the catch of the night and then there she goes. No, I have to say this exact situation happens like my nightmares a lot where like <laughs> I have a lot of nightmares where like I meet a friend and then like I lose them not like we get in a fight and we're not friends anymore like I literally lose them in a oh, crowd. Oh that's so funny. I, I don't know why I dream of losing people in a crowd a lot and this is what happens huh. to him. He meets this girl has an immediate attraction to her but doesn't get her number and loses her in the crowd or he's trying to gather everybody. Yeah and he was trying to be like okay let's go home so they do end up leaving. There's one moment um, before we get into the drama of the night Um, But there's one moment where Sam and Ron kind of go to the side and they recognize that they've actually had a good night and they didn't fight and everything went well, which I'm kind of like, um, congrats that you Mm. like, it's like, it's one night y'all like we want fucking trophy that you made it through the night without without fighting, fighting. you know, like, okay, guys, good job. This is kind of the longest they've gone in a long time without fighting though, because not only are they not fighting, there's really not any tension. Like That's I said, knock on wood, they're kind of in an okay spot. Um, we'll see how long it lasts this season, but yeah. Well, and I will say the whole, uh, Ron and Sam, the whole mist of that drama has been hiding for a minute. Like Sam doesn't have any tension with the rest of the girls right now. Like they're not friends, they're not talking, but they're not being passive aggressive or fighting with each other. It's just like, it's sort of peaceful, but is it calm before a storm? Because that's, yeah. You know, That's a good question. Can I say really quick, I think we missed this because it's a quick moment, but I thought it was funny. At Mm -hmm. some point, maybe before they went to the club, Angelina calls her mom. Oh, so that is when, um, so when Angelina's friend gets there, Gina, Angelina gets all these clothes that her mom had sent. Mm -hmm. And so she calls her to say thank you. And that's when she's like, Hey, I really miss you. I'm homesick and cries. Well, it's funny because she cries, but her mom is so oblivious. She's like, why is she crying? Yeah, yeah. 
that's she was she's clearly very hard i don't know if it's a good clip but i do have a little clip of it just because I, I don't know why i thought the way her mom said it was so funny hello yeah you know she just walked away she, she's crying i don't know why she's crying yeah i think she misses you i don't want to cry in i know <laughs> the dress is too tight maybe <laughs> because <laughs> like the dress is too tight she doesn't even think that it's homesickness i feel like kind of coldness runs in their family maybe yeah but anyways that was a i went back in time let's get back into the correct timeline so moving on from sam and ron Polly is strangely the one who kind of starts stuff with angelina and is kind yeah. of like asking about what happened at the club with the guy that I guess Snooki and her shared and he's kind of like he's weirdly the one that's kind of like poking the bear <laughs> no yeah he is he's very much acting out of character um and I know he doesn't really like Angelina and they've had beef earlier in the season but it is a little surprising because this is very much you said you said something about the situation this is very the situation behavior this is Mike behavior that yes. he's exhibiting this is instigation behavior but it's coming yeah. from Polly weirdly I mean, what is he even instigating though? Like, it's because she's hooking up with multiple people? Yeah, he's trying to ask like, oh, are you going for Snooky Sloppy Seconds? Are you going to bring home another guy? What about Jose? Like, he's just trying to start shit. He just doesn't like her. That's it. He just doesn't like her. Fair, fair. So the last thing for this kind of like end of this night is that Wow and Tom, of course, needing some time after being apart, are trying to have sex. And Snooki's kind of drunk, and I don't think she realizes that that's what's going on. So she tries to, like, grab their feet. <laughs> and then she pulls the covers and realizes what's going on. And then she runs out of the room, humiliated, which I found so charming. It was so funny. And she ends up in Vinny's bed. Not that anything happens, but it's just all a very hilarious moment. And like we said, these moments are us just kind of being like, oh, my God, Snooki's so funny. But she is, I've said this before, the backbone of this fucking show. This is why we watch. She's just so effortlessly charming. I love her. And there's a certain innocence to her. She, she's, she's very just cute. I love, I love this era of Snooki. Me too. Well, do you think that's another spot to take a little bit of a break? Yes, we will be right back. All right. After these messages. <laughs> Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide. My name is Cheyenne. I'm Gina. Pass is now in how do you define queer style? How do you communicate that you don't want to you all at all? I does literally every <laughs> queer woman I meet hate Geminis. How do I deal with the most devastating breakup I've ever been through? Sapphic Survival Guide. We're happy to be queer to answer your questions. Um, hello. Um, hello. It's time to GTL, bitch. I have a little bit of inside info on GTL, actually. Oh. The way that this happened is that at the time, they did kind of give them some flexibility. Like you see them when they run errands, driving their own cars and leaving mm -hmm. the house. So they had a chart, the producers, to remember where everybody is. Mm -hmm. And because these guys often went to the gym and tanning and laundry, the laundromat, they would put those letters in mm. for those spaces for where they were and then because they would do these things together they ended up writing gtl and then they would say to the guys like oh are you going out to gtl because it was like the <laughs> producer speak and then the guys kind of took it and ran with it and then that ended up them asking in a confessional like tell us about gtl and the guys just like i said ran off with with that as a thing 
That's so funny. I did not know that. Yeah. And not them plagiarizing from the producers. I mean, maybe the producers were like, here's here's an idea. Here's here's a little something. They're really good at that because I imagine when you film a reality show, there's a lot of like, like producers, they're still human and you still have moments with them off camera. Yeah. So they're really good at folding it into the show without breaking the fourth wall. Yes, I agree. So I think that's just a little fun uh, behind the scenes info. Um, they get back from GTLT and there's a note that could have led to some drama, but fortunately did not. The way it was written was a little vague. And so the note, it was what the note actually was, is that girl that Mike almost fucked in the bathroom, leaving her number. But the now, way it's written. The, the problem is that her yeah. name is Samantha. And it says like, Samantha, here's my number. And so, and so if you don't know that that's that girl's name, there's already a girl in the house named Samantha. And the way it's written, it's not like, hey, Mike, my name is Samantha. Here's mm -hmm. my number. It's almost as if she just wrote her name and number at first and then decided to, like, leave a note after. You know what I mean? Because it's like, uh, Samantha, 610, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, I forget what she says, like girl you met at the club or who you met at the club last night right it's so vague and it's so mysterious that i have a theory well it's not mysterious because we find out what happened but the way it's written i have a theory that the producers got her number and they wrote it that's my theory i have no reason to believe it oh. it's just came to my brain but the way it's written it's too convenient let i'll see if i can find it but the note is like samantha here's my phone number we met at the club last night it's so yes it's so much like meant to be confusing and it never does. It doesn't really become drama. Mike, well, I mean Polly tries again, Polly, the instigator, he brings it up to a sleeping Sam and Ron and is like, here, look, and you can see like Sam starts to panic, especially because we had just like, they had just gotten to smooth sailing and he like, finally someone like tells them it's, it's just, you know, some other girl it's for Mike. And Sam's like, Oh my God, like, don't do that to me. Well, yeah, the poor thing is already walking on eggshells as it is. I know they're like adding a lot more trauma to her already traumatizing event. And, uh, you know, Polly kind of speaks for the audience. Sometimes he literally says, they haven't fought in a long time, so I think it's time to get some entertainment going. No, we don't need it. We don't we do need that. it. We don't need it, but we will get more of it. So some more behind-the-scenes info. Remember in season one how they, like, randomly did a beach day at the end, and we were like, they literally never went to the beach. Why are they doing this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we hypothesized and were correct. The producers totally made them. In this episode, they go to the beach again. I kind of think the producers also probably made them here, mm -hmm. but we uh, do see, we see more Miami Beach than we get of Seaside. <laughs> yeah, and Miami Beach looks, it looks nice. It looks like a fun beach. Well, the guys are hanging out. They're, like, playing with a ball in the water, whatever it is that straight dudes do at the beach <laughs> and angelina and gina show up mm -hmm. uh, oh you like, remember her name now <laughs> i did well it's hard not to now i'm, I'm just giving you a hard time i'm, I'm like oh you know my girl gina i know gina oh that's so funny uh they show up but they decide or, or angelina decides not to talk to the guys she's there yeah they're there on the same beach but they're having separate days so we know i think most people know that angelina ends up leaving again at least we've probably spoiled that for you by now um not in this episode of course but i think that we are starting to like build to it when we see the little fight so that it makes more mm -hmm. sense when she does leave and this kind of attitude 
I mean, at this point, the it's so like family, like they're like, we're a family. It's a family, the house, we're family. And it's clear that Angelina isn't playing that game. And so I just like, I think these are the breadcrumbs to what's eventually going to be her departure. Right. It's a weird situation where they all don't like Angelina. She clearly doesn't like any of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, other than being on TV, what's holding her there? Is That's that the it? only thing. It's it's a job. She signed, you yeah. know, up for this. It's an opportunity. I think that that's what sucks is I think she wants the opportunity. She just, it's, there's a lot of turmoil. So. And the, the Gina, Gina, uh, <laughs> she fit right in though, because it was the only kind of respite that Angelina got. It was the only time Angelina seemed to have fun. The whole season was with her friend. It's good that Gina showed up when she did, because I think Angelina was really starting to unravel. I think the other edge of it though, is that it gave her a lifeline to be, like combative with the roommates like if this girl wasn't there and i'm not saying that gina shouldn't have came because i think like you said angelina needed somebody but Mm -hmm. also on the flip side if she didn't have gina there she might have just like had some time alone and i think their housemates Mm might have eventually kind of come around on her instead she has this like i don't care i'm gonna ignore them i'm better Mm -hmm. than them and she has this like entitlement to have an attitude because she's got a friend there so she can yeah. whereas i think if she was kind of left on her own to sink or swim she wouldn't have came because she comes at them way more than somebody who's in that position should it's like when your parents tell you not to show off in front of your friends that's what's happening with angelina she's showing off in yes. front of her friend yep yep so now um they're kind of getting ready for the night Mm-hmm. And Mike decides that he's got the number from, you know, the confusing note from Samantha, Samantha. <laughs> and he wants to invite her out. And I think to be fair, this is kind of nice of Mike because he's normally pretty creepy, but he decides like, I'm going to call her invite her and say like, Hey, you can come out with us. And if you want a drink, you can come sleep over and I'll have everything ready. And she agrees, which means that Mike is like, well, now I got to get this house ready for my girl. And he has a lot to do because the the house is filthy. Yeah. And I think that the guys either, I don't, either Mike didn't go to the beach or he left the beach before Angelina because he starts cleaning and is blaming most of the dirtiness on Angelina, which I'm not saying a lot of it wasn't her, but like if there's dishes in the sink, like you're all, you're all, I mean, I don't think she, she was like the only one leaving them around, but he's very much like grossed out by her inability to help her being kind of gross her period pads which are actually tampons but men don't know these things so he's like directing it right at her you know what i'm saying and but jenny says that at some point i don't remember when or or what what the context is but at some point jenny tells her or says in confessional she wants to fit in or she claims to want to fit in but she doesn't take the steps to fit in and when you're an outcast you need to work a little harder than everybody else and she's doing the opposite she's kind of leaving messes and maybe not doing her end of the chores yeah and she should be doing extra if she wants to really fit in or wants people to like her. I do agree. Like if I was in her position where everybody was clearly pissed at me and even if, you know, for, for, for whatever reason, if I was then trying to get on everybody's good side, the last thing I would be doing is leaving things for other people to have to clean up after me. At minimum, I'd be cleaning up everything for myself so that I was no way mm-hmm. a burden to anybody else. And at maximum, I'd be helping other people out to show like, look, I'm a good housemate. I always think about that on Big Brother. The mm-hmm. one thing you can do to like make 
make yourself an asset is fucking cook and clean because exactly. who is going to want to vote out that person? No, they're going to want to vote out the fucking lazy bitch who just mm. eats and then puts her dishes away. Like I always think about that strategy. You know what? That's just some people's personalities though. I mean, I go through depression phases where it's like literally impossible for me to clean dishes, but I also am not having everybody in the house hating me and then yeah. having to like, yeah, but I, I mean, mean, listen, I think this is experience that most people in their early twenties have had. I think we've all don't judge. We've all like let dishes go so long that we had to throw them away and buy new ones. It happens yes. to some of us. It happens. No, I, I, I did that in college. Yes. It's a, exactly. It's a very college. It's like a learning thing you do when you're like, okay, so that was really expensive. Let me not do, let me not do that again. Yeah. Um, but Angelina's, she just didn't learn that. And she did it on TV. Yeah. Who knows where people come from? Like maybe she's never had to do dishes or like maybe her mom picks up a lot for herself. Like, who, I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses. But how do you feel about tampon on the floor? That's the question. So that's gross. But also, like, was there was a trash can in there. So if anything, he should have just been like, y'all need to take out your trash more often or get a bigger trash can. Really? I think it's just they let it get too full. Maybe someone knocked it over and something fell out. Like, yeah, I don't you know think- how that happens where everyone's just like stuffing that last tissue in because yeah. no one wants to be the one to take it out. And then you finally throw it away and it's condensed in the shape of the trash can. Yeah, right? <laughs> it is, gr- like, I understand that it is gross, especially because, like, I- I'm not trying to period shame anything, but, like, it is, it's bloody. So, like, even a bloody tissue for any reason would be, like, not something that should be just, like, around. I think same thing with a snotty tissue or yeah. anything that has things that, like, you know, came out of your body, like those should be in a trash can. And so I, I understand why he's upset. However, I think what he should have done is said, like, you guys need to take out your trash more often. There's a girl coming here. It smells. Please do that. I wouldn't. He instead, he decides to pick it up and put it on Angelina's bed as some like act of <laughs> defiance, which that's fucking gross. That is vile. Uh, and at the same time, she's still at the beach meeting hot guys. Meeting a guy. Meeting, well, you don't gotta call him a hot, a hot guys. I don't know I about don't, that's a well, stretch. I don't even remember what it looks like, but I mean that's what that was her perspective. Um, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. will say though, she doesn't have like. I don't tend to agree with her taste, so her guys are not normally hot guys. But to her, they're hot. She they're doesn't hot. even know his name, but she invites him back to the house like they're besties. And the moment they get back, it's immediate tension between Angelina and Mike, and he oh yeah humiliates her in front of him. The whole thing it's is pretty really, uncomfortable. It's embarrassing. And the poor guy, they just met. So he's kind of awkwardly floating around the house quietly while this drama is happening. Yeah. And Angelina is clearly embarrassed. I would be. I don't think it was the best way for Mike to handle wanting to clean the house up because I, like, I was on his side right up until the, it went in the bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he just really could not wait. I think part of, I think humiliating her was part of his punishment for her. It felt like he was doing it on purpose. Now, this brings us two very iconic lines that they still even quote to each other today. I didn't do it as a cookie quote just because um, I'm making the cookie quote a little more focused on the fun things now, just just for my own benefit of of funness. (laughs) Um, But this is where Mike calls Angelina a dirty little hamster and she says that he looks like Popeye on crack (laughs) those are two iconic quotes is this why in like season five or six or something 
why mm-hmm. Snooki says, scared of milk, Popeye? Why was she calling him Popeye? Is that where that <laughs> Probably. Comes- why did she call him that? Probably from this, probably because Angelina said he looks like Popeye really? on crack. Yeah. Also, when Angelina comes back like years later, which might have been on Family Reunion, I kind of yeah. forget. When it's actually up through a prank where like Polly invites her like as a prank and she ends up like never leaving. Yeah. And the first thing she says when Mike opens the door is like, you still think I'm a dirty little hamster? And th- that was a weird moment though, because that felt so scripted. Like she said that directly to camera. The whole thing was that that was it was weird. no, it was clearly filmed on two separate occasions. I think so. It was two days. <laughs> it couldn't have been more clear that that was not filmed consecutively. But she looked right at the camera. Why uh, who why? I guess she's not as experienced. Dramatic effect. Who knows? <laughs> but yes, this is where we get Dirty Little Hamster and, and Popeye and Crack for the first time. Well, the last thing we see, we, you know, they love a good cliffhanger is she mm-hmm. goes in for the attack. But we don't really see the fight. Well, I think we're going to be getting to that next time because there's definitely more Mike versus Angelina, Snooki versus Angelina, Angelina versus other people in the house coming up. Mm-hmm. Um but like I said, I do, I have been wanting to make the cookie quotes a little more funsies. So this is just kind of a goofy moment between Snooki and Wow that we're going to do, where I believe Wow was like doing Snooki's hair. It was when they were getting ready to go out. And it was just a fun little moment. Would you like to be Snooki or Wow? I'll do Wow. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> Did you ever get kicked in your kooka? Uh, no, but I've had accidents. Me too. Tell me. I think a bicycle. Me too. Were you fucking fall forward? How painful. It was so bad. I ran into a house and I was like, boom. And I was like, my kooka. <laughs> I thought I broke my vagina bone. It was terrible. <laughs> kooka. And scene. Kooka. No, scene. I, I love about- a good kooka. I forgot about kooka. Yeah, I love that they call it that. It's so funny. Is that their slang or is that slang from like that time? I think Snooki came up with that because I don't remember hearing it anywhere before out of Snooki's mouth. Right. (laughs) My kooka. Uh, All right. Well, I think that's it for this one. Awesome. All right. Well, with that, um, goodbye. Um, goodbye. Um, hello. (laughs) Bye. If you want more of the podcast, you can follow us on any social media at um hello pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash um hello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you. And you can find me anywhere online at The Libra including my website, thelibragina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye.